Happy New Year, everyone. 2022 has arrived and it's time to get a handle on the new IRA and 401k contribution numbers you need to know. Hey everyone, Adam Bergman here, tax attorney and founder of IRA Financial. And this is the first Adam Talks podcast of 2022. So I want to wish everyone a happy, healthy and prosperous new year. So before we could start thinking about investments and strategies for self-directed retirement accounts for the 2022 taxable year, I thought it would be a really good idea to have a podcast and just focus on what numbers you need to know about when it comes to the 2022 IRA and 401k contribution numbers. So I'll start with the traditional Roth IRA because it's the easiest. There are no changes from 2021, meaning the maximum you can put into an IRA is $6,000 if you're under 50 or $7,000 if you are over 50. And that is the same for 2022 as it is for 2021. Now, there are some income limitations that I just want to talk about too when it comes to making pre-tax IRA contributions. So before I do pre-tax, let's just do Roth. For 2021, it was 208,000. That was the modified adjusted gross income number. Whereas if you had more than 208, you were not able to do a Roth. That number is now 214. Okay, so it went up a little bit. That means that if you make more than 214,000, you cannot do a Roth IRA contribution. That's if you're married, filed jointly. However, you can always or still at least, I should say, do a backdoor Roth IRA, which allows you to do an after-tax IRA contribution and then convert it to Roth. Um, that still is available. Um, the Build Back Better bill is currently in a state of coma, so it's dormant, but it could be resurrected. And there is a provision in the Build Back Better bill that seeks to eliminate the backdoor Roth IRA. It was supposed to go into effect January 1, 2022. That's probably not going to be the case depending on when the Build Back Better bill happens. So more likely than not, you'll be able to still do backdoor Roth IRAs in 2022. But remember, the 208 number went to 214. Now, if you want to do traditional IRAs, there are some rules to keep in mind. If you have access to a 401k plan at work, okay, and you're married, file jointly, the old number is if you're covered by a plan at work. If you made more than 125, you were not able to do a pre-tax IRA. That new number is 129. Now, if you're married, filed jointly, and your spouse is covered by a plan and you're not, the old number was 207, the new number is 214. Meaning if you make more than 214 this year and your wife's covered, or your spouse, I should say, is covered by a plan at work, you can't do a pre-tax IRA. However, you can still do a backdoor Roth IRA, uh, as I mentioned. If you're single or had a household, the old number was 76,000 in 2021, new number is 78,000, meaning if you make more than 78 and you're single you and you're covered by a plan at work, you can't do a traditional pre-tax IRA. And if you're married, file separate, it's 10,000 bucks. Okay, so those numbers just keep in mind. They went up just to recap from 125 to 129. If you're married and you have access to a plan at work, even if you don't contribute. If you're married, but your spouse has access, the number went from 207 to 214. That's the income threshold. If you make more than that, you can't do a pre-tax IRA. Single 
or head of household, 76 to 78. Married, fall separate, still 10,000 bucks. And again, the Roth went from 208 to 214. SEP IRAs. SEP IRA last year, 2021, was 58,000 was the max. It is now up to 61,000. So remember, SEP IRAs are pure profit sharing plan. 20% if you're a single member LC or a sole proprietor of your net Schedule C income. 25% of W-2 or guaranteed payments. The max you could put in is 61,000. That's always pre-tax. Um, you can convert it to Roth, but there's also no catch-up, one thing to keep in mind. 401k, which I'll get to in a second, solo, has a catch-up. The SEP does not. Simple IRAs. The old number in 2021 was 13500 New number is 14000 Also remember, there's a $3,000 catch-up if you're over 50. So simple IRA is not super popular, but just wanted to mention that number. So let's get to solo 401k, which has the most um, changes. So the maximum you can put into a solo 401k in 2021 was 58 or 64,500 if you're over 50. The new number instead of 58 is 61,000 if you're under 50. And if you're over 50, it went from 64,5, it's now 67,500. So it went up again 58 to 61 and 64,5 to 67,5. Now, how do you break down that maximum aggregate number of 61 or 67,5? It's as follows. Employee deferrals in 2021, it was 19,500 or 26,000 if you're over 50. The 2022 number is 20,500, so up 1,000 from the 19,500. And from 26 to 27,000. So 2021, if you're over 50, the max employee deferral was 26. That number is now 27,000. Um, again, that could be done in pre-tax or Roth, depending on your plan documents. And remember, employee deferrals obviously are dollar for dollar, right? So if you make 30,000, you can go up to 27. You don't need, it's not a profit sharing percentage like a, um, employer contribution. Okay, so now for employer contribution, it's still the 20% if you're a sole proprietor or single member LLC, 25% if you're a W-2 or partnership. And again, when you add up that profit sharing amount, it can't go above the 61 or the 67,500. So say you made $500,000 and you're under 50. You can do 20,500 we know 20% of 500,000 bucks is 100, and 100 plus 20,500 is 120,500, which is more than the aggregate amount of 61,000 maximum. So in that case, if you make 500 grand, you're only gonna be able to put away 61,000. What happens if you make 100 grand? Well, you can do 20,500 plus the 20% of the 100, giving you about 40,500. When I say about, I'm sorry, my Canadian uh, accent comes <laughs> comes in when I say that word, but you have to take into account net uh, self-employment FICA tax, which is about 15%. So just keep that in mind on, on the gross number. The amount you can contribute is net of the um, Social Security FICA amount. Now, if you're over 50, you get that catch up, right? So let's say you make 200,000 bucks and you're a W-2, you want to max out, you can do 27,000 plus 25% of 200, okay, giving you another, um, let's do that, 200,000 times 25% gives you, God, my math is not good this time, uh, 50,000, so 50 plus the 27, um, obviously, is too much, right? So what happens? 
you're limited if you're over 50 to the 67,500. So you can't do the full 50 and the 27, which is 77. You're, you're going to be stuck at the 67,5. So you'll be only, you'll only be able to put in 20,500 plus, uh, excuse me, 27,000, um, plus another, um, uh, 40,500 to give you the 67.5. You're not gonna be able to do the full 50. Remember, you're capped at the maximum of that 67.5 or the 61,000, and that's broken down into employee deferrals, which is now 20,500 or 27,000 if you're over 50. That could be in pre-tax or Roth, plus the employer contribution, which is 20% if you're a single member LLC, sole proprietor, or 25% if you're a W-2. That has to be in pre-tax, but you can always convert to Roth. Now, what about the mega backdoor Roth 401k? Well, just like the backdoor Roth IRA, there was a provision in the Build Back Better bill, which sought to eliminate one's ability to go after tax dollar for dollar up to, which is now 61 or 67,500. That is still technically alive and an option because the Build Back Better bill is in a state of uh, comatose or it's dormant still. So technically you can still do it for 2022. Although, again, if the Build Back Better bill gets passed in January or early February, there is a chance that it can retroactively apply to January 1st, 2022. But um, our uh, insiders are telling us that if the Build Back Better bill doesn't get passed till like March, April, May, then they're just going to allow the mega backdoor Roth 401ks for the 2022 taxable year, kind of push out that provision to start in 2023. Why do you want to do Mega backdoor is obviously if you're a Roth lover, it's the easiest, cleanest, quickest way to max out your Roth to the 61 or the 67.5. Whereas if you just did the employer and profit sharing, all you'd be able to do in Roth is the 20,500 or the 27,000 if you're over 50. And then you'd have to convert the employer contributions to Roth and pay tax on the converted amount. Whereas the mega backdoor Roth 401k will let you literally go dollar for dollar 61 or 67.5 based off your net schedule C or your W-2. So huge opportunity. Um, we'll see what happens. Uh, I'm still praying that that provision somehow gets kicked out of the bill. Not sure that's going to happen. Just doesn't see that doesn't seem that mansion or, or really anyone has this on their radar. And uh, I think the Biden team is just focused on getting Manchin on board. Once they get him on board, they're going to pass some form of the Build Back Better bill and just concern and pretty much um, relegated to, to believe that the um, elimination of the backdoor Roth IRA and the mega backdoor Roth 401k, you know, probably is going to happen. I, I'm hopeful. Well, I'm, I'm not hopeful. I'm, um, I want it to be removed, but I'm not sure how confident uh, I am. So those are the numbers to keep in mind. If you have access to a plan at work, then you're generally not able to do profit sharing. You're going to be limited to the 25 or the 27,000. Hopefully you're getting a safe harbor matching contribution, which is another great incentive to just save through a retirement plan. Because with a safe harbor match, whether it's three, four or 5%, depending on your employer, you're literally getting free money from your employer. So um, I encourage you to put in that minimum, at least at three, four or 5%. So that match kicks in. Um, yes, some plans will do an automatic non-elective match, but most plans do not. Most plans will require you to put in that minimum, that three, four, 5% of your salary. So if you make 50K and you 
it's a 3% match. Some plans will require you to put the 1500 bucks in. So they match you the 1500. So if you don't put that 3% in, you're, you're potentially going to lose that match, which is literally free money. So definitely want to save through a 401k. IRA, traditional and Roth have stayed the same other than the income numbers, which I went through. SEP went to 58, from 58 to 61. Simple went from 13.5 to 14 with a $3,000 catch up if over 50. And the biggest change is the solo, which went from the 58 to 61 if you're under 50, 64.5 to 67.5 if you're over 50. Employee deferral from 19.5 to 20,500. Employer um, obviously stayed the same. And um, if you're over 50, it went from 26 to 27. When I say the employer went the same, is the same, it's the 20 or 25%, same rules apply, but you're, you're capped at the 61 or the 67.5 when you add the employer contribution with the employee deferral contribution as well. One other thing to keep in mind, if you make contributions to an employer plan at work, you have to keep that in mind when you are uh, determining how much you can put into your solo plan. So for example, I work at Apple and I put in 15,000 in the Apple 401k and I have a side business. I sell, you know, shoes on eBay, Easy's and Nike's. Um, so and I'm under 50, I'm not going to be able to put in more than the 5,500, right? 20,500 minus the 15k I put in uh, at, at the Apple plan. Employee deferrals are based off the individual. So even if you have access to 15 plans at 15 different jobs, you're capped at the 25 or the 27,000 if you're over 50. Employer contributions are capped based off the business. So if you get an employer contribution in Apple, you can also max that 25 or 20% out at your side job, um, allowing you to go above the, the 61 or the 67.5. Uh, but that's obviously rare. Most people don't have that opportunity because if you work uh, at an employer, most don't do profit sharing, they just do the match. Um, so just keep that in mind. Also keep in mind the control group rules. If you own 80% of, of two or more businesses, it's treated as one business. If there's brother, sister, common ownership, and there's attribution through family members, um, you, you may be limited on making contributions to a separate business because the IRS may treat it as part of one business under the control group rules. Same with um, businesses where even if you own less than 80%, there's some common ownership and affiliated services. Beware also uh, some common ownership, even if it's 1% and there's management services being provided, um, beware. So the control group rules are super broad and they, they can catch you um, in, in a very uncomfortable position where you have to you know, literally make up for those contributions, liquidate the contributions and pay you know, excise tax. So be super careful and that's another reason you wanna work with experts when setting up a plan to make sure um, that that um, these control group rules can get discussed and, and the best way of structuring your plan uh, will, will be reviewed, whether it's through safe harbor, whether it's through plan testing. And if you're a solo, best ways to maximize your, your contribution. So there you go. I know it's a handful of information. Uh, you're probably just getting through New Year's and, and you're just like, oh man, I can't believe you hit me with all this info. Don't worry, we got tons of info on our uh, website and our blogs. Um, I'm going to do a, a live uh, YouTube on this so you can ask questions or just watch me kind of uh, repeat what, I, what I'm saying in today's podcast. But it's important to know. you got to know the maximum contribution, especially if you're self-employed. you got to know how the solo 401k works 
yes, we are here to help, but I think you're just a lot more effective as a retirement investor if you understand the rules that are governing your plan for that year. Same goes with the SEP IRA. Traditional and Roth, not much to discuss since um, nothing's changed, which again, just for the record, I'm surprised considering we're, we're at over 6% inflation. I'm, I'm kind of shocked that the IRA and Roth IRA contributions didn't go up at least 500 bucks. Um, I think uh, it's uh, really negligent on the part of the government, um, basically holding down our retirement contributions in the, in the face of uh, pretty um, you know, widespread inflation. That's, that's not helping anyone. Yeah, they're obviously worried about more tax deductions, but you know, if, if, if prices are going up, we need to save more for our retirement because things are only gonna get more expensive in the future. So I think it's, it's short-sighted, negligent, I don't wanna say, maybe not uh, negligent, but irresponsible uh, tactic on the part of the government to keep the traditional IRA and Roth contributions the same as 2021 in face of widespread inflation. Um, that's the most popular way people save. There's 60 plus million IRAs out there. So, um, you know, capping people's retirement savings, um, you know, it's unfortunate. So there you go. Uh, happy, healthy new year. Um, thanks for spending uh, the first week of 2022 with me. Uh, don't forget to subscribe if you haven't. Um, and you can like it as well. Why not? Um, and don't forget to check out our YouTube channel where, um, you'll find all our content, five videos, one live, um, and three podcasts. If it's just a great place to go, a uh, great depository of information. If you just want one place to get all the information you need on all relevant self-directed retirement topics, whether it's IRAs, 401ks, even ROBS, talking about uh, trends, new investments, tax court cases, uh, whatever comes up, I will promise to uh, offer you a, uh, a short, succinct and um, hopefully clear uh, summary of what's going on. So uh, spend some time with me. I think you'll learn a lot and uh, you'll have some fun. So let's do it. Uh, Happy New Year and I appreciate you guys listening. Have a great rest of your week and talk to everyone again next week. Take care.